Welcome to the Being in a Band podcast. I'm your host, Monica Strutt, and I'll be your new band bestie as we deep dive into all things music marketing, PR and strategy, as well as the mindset it takes to succeed in today's modern music industry. I know the highs and lows of being a musician, and I've seen far too many of my talented peers give up on their dreams far too early in their careers. After working for years, both as a musician and professional digital marketer specializing in the music industry, I now help emerging bands break through the glass ceiling and reach the next level in their careers. Let's do this. What is up, guys? And welcome back to the Being in a Band podcast. My name is Monica, and today we are talking about how to get thousands of Spotify streams within your first couple of weeks. And I've got a few different tips. So my band released its first EP in late April of this year. And as of literally just checking today, we've got over 50,000 streams on this EP, which we're quite proud of because we are a new band and we only launched uh, less than a year ago. And this is our first sort of big release. And you guys have been asking how exactly we achieved that. And I think Spotify is one of the most important platforms for an up and coming band these days with editorial playlists. Um, there, you know, Spotify are really tastemakers in terms of popular music and Spotify streams and listeners are a really good metric to see how your reach is going as a band and how your music is being perceived. It's funny. There's a couple of songs off the EP, which have gotten, you know, a really, really high number of streams. And then there's other songs off the EP, which are maybe not as popular. And that's, you know, there's a couple of reasons for that, which I'll definitely go into. So that's what we're talking about today. Um, it is currently 8.45 in the morning, which is still quite early for a Saturday, which is when I'm recording this. I went to a show last night at the Bendigo to see my friends Lily from Sydney, and they were absolutely amazing as per usual. I haven't seen those guys in ages, so it was really nice to catch up and hear them again live. But I've been up since 6.30 this morning, despite getting home late from a show last night, because I actually had another interview with Matt and Curtis from the Dumb and Dumbest podcast. This is the second time that I've been on their podcast. And yeah, I just love chatting to those guys. We talked all about PR and social media for bands and my new PR course that I've got going, which before we go any further... Um, I am announcing it today. So by the time you hear this podcast, it would have already been announced on my Facebook group, but my PR course, which is called PR made simple is officially launching on Wednesday. So that's Wednesday, Australian time for the first week of the launch. It'll actually be discounted because I just got like a bit excited about it. So it's actually going to be $100 off for the first week. So normally the course is $375 Australian, but for the first week you can get it for 275, which considering how much it would cost to actually hire a PR company, that is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> um, so yeah, the course is just teaching you how to get media features, radio play, interviews, all those sorts of things, how to write a professional press release, how to actually get people to read your press release, how to find contacts, all that jazz. And essentially it's just, you know, PR is so important to raising the credibility of your band. So it's definitely something that if you want to be taken a bit more seriously, you really need to start getting more support from the media. And in most instances, they're not going to reach out to you. So this course is really about that and teaching you how to do it in the right way to actually get results. 
And yeah, I'm just really excited. So, so make sure you sign up to my email list and follow me on socials. I'll link everything below just so you can be notified when exactly that drops. But for now, let's talk about how to get the numbers of your Spotify streams for your next release up to the best they can be. So first up, the way that we achieved 20,000 Spotify streams in the first two weeks of dropping our EP was we actually released singles prior to the EP drop. Now, there are five songs on the EP and we actually ended up releasing four singles before the EP came out. Now, because when you upload your songs um, to a digital aggregator, we used CD Baby in this instance, but you can use whichever one that you prefer. When you do that, you get assigned a code which goes along with each song. Now, when you are ready to drop your EP or your album, you'll actually use that same code which is attached to that particular song on the EP or album. So you don't get a separate code. You use the same one. And that means that the play count or the stream count on that song will then be transferred to the EP. This is one of the core reasons why we were able to achieve this many streams so quickly after the release. It's because not only were we getting streams from the actual EP, but it was a cumulative effect of having the streams that were already on the release singles moved over to the EP. At the end of the day, we are living in an age of singles, so I highly, highly recommend releasing multiple singles before you drop an EP or especially an album. As I said, we ended up releasing four singles. Not all of them had videos. Two of them had videos and two of them were audio only, and we just milked those singles for all it was worth. Something I want to say here is the singles that did really, really well and that still continue to do really well, there are two in particular and they are for the songs Into the Black and Fear. And for those particular songs, we released a video alongside those tracks. So those two tracks with the videos do crazy well. Now I'm literally going to look up the Spotify stats because I just feel the more transparent I can be about these things, the more it's going to help you guys. So I'm looking at the stats for the past 28 days. Fear, our single in the past 28 days, has had 12.3 thousand streams. However, our other song, one of our other songs, Stay Awake, which was our second single that we released quite a long time ago. So you would think the streams would be quite good as well. For the past 28 days, that's had 409 streams. So, I mean, I'm grateful for any streams um, that are made on our EP. But as you can see, that is a huge, huge difference. So if that doesn't prove the power of video clips, I don't know what will. So that is my first tip. Make sure that you're releasing singles because the play count on those singles really adds up when it has the cumulative effect of then being a body of work such as an EP or an album. Tip number two is we utilized Spotify pre-save campaigns. Now, if you don't know what that is, it's basically a link that you can set up which enables people to add your song to their library prior to the song actually being released. So not only will it add the song to the library, but they'll also have the ability to follow your band. And if you do this with enough notice prior to the single actually dropping or the EP actually dropping, then once it does go live, then you automatically have the best chance that people are going to be streaming and listening to your track 
because it's already in their library. They'll get a notification that it's now available. And the amount of pre-saves and interest that you have in your band really also influences the editorial playlist selectors. So in case you didn't know, you actually need to apply to be on Spotify editorial playlists prior to the release of a song. So these are things like the new rock playlist or I don't know, there's so many playlists out there and they're actually curated by people that work for Spotify. So you need to apply to have your song on the playlist before it actually drops and having interest in your band and also that particular track really bodes well in terms of putting the best foot forward to be selected to be on those Spotify playlists. So running a pre-save campaign is a really, really good idea, which kind of leads me into point number three, which is social media. Utilizing social media in order to drive traffic to Spotify is essential, not only during the pre-save campaign, so making sure that you are promoting that the song is now available to pre-save all over your social media. We're talking about on your Instagram stories, your Instagram feed, your Facebook page, Twitter, like every single social media that you have, not only for the band, but for your personal accounts as well, making sure that you are really driving everyone to Spotify, especially if you're doing an audio only release, you really want to kind of drive traffic to one platform only. If you try and drive traffic to say Spotify and Apple Music and Bandcamp, you're really going to split your audience. And I talk about this a lot, especially in my upcoming course, but you really want to maximize, I guess, the power of the small but mighty audience that you have as an emerging band. Do not spread your audience too thin. Try and drive everyone to Spotify. I mean, of course, you will still have your music available on all those other platforms because at the end of the day, everyone has their own preference on where they like to listen to music. But if you really want to hone in on Spotify, given that it is such a powerful medium for up and coming bands, then I would suggest only having the Spotify link in your social media whenever possible, whenever you're promoting. A lot of people have Spotify and use multiple platforms to stream music. And for those who don't, that's totally fine. They're just going to be able to figure out how to listen to you anyway. You can still say that it's available everywhere, but in terms of the actual link itself that you want to put into a Facebook post, for example, you want to drive people to Spotify. And that's for not only the pre-save campaign, but then you want to continue to support Spotify after the song is released. Whenever you can't think of anything to post on Instagram stories, for example, you can can just jump on the Spotify app and then share your song to Instagram stories and that will give people a link and yeah just continuing to support Spotify and drive traffic to it in order to get that play count up. And lastly the fourth factor which really influenced the amount of plays that we got in such a short amount of time was PR. So PR stands for public relations. If you don't know it's essentially the way that you get media features for a particular piece of news. So in the case of bands, that would be an upcoming tour, a release, stuff like that. And not only does PR get you more exposure for that particular song or EP or album or tour or whatever you're promoting, but to be honest, the main reason why PR is amazing for up and coming bands is it actually adds credibility to the band. So the number one difference between say a band just playing at the local pub, like a garage band, one that isn't really taken so seriously, no matter how good their music is, and a band that seems to be generating hype, cultivating a following, all that sort of stuff is generally industry support. So at the end of the day, people trust the media 
And as I said, having media features and interviews and radio play, it just adds that added credibility to your band. So PR is really important for bands that kind of want to up level and get to the next level in their careers. So if you haven't run a PR campaign before, I highly recommend doing one for your next release. You can do it yourself. As I said, I do have a course coming out on Wednesday. Otherwise, you can hire a PR company. So you just have to weigh out which option is best for you in terms of like your finances, your time, what traction you've already got going, because there are a couple of different factors which can influence which decision you go with. But either way, as I said, PR is so important to kind of bringing that credibility, taking your band to the next level and And not only just getting features in magazines and music blogs, not only does that expose your music to more people so they're likely to stream it, but it also is just another avenue to remind people that you've got music out. So I do talk about the seven touches a lot, which is a marketing principle, which means that it takes seven times before people will actually be inspired to take action by something that you are promoting. So in the case of releasing a single, they may see that you're promoting it on social media, but then they might go away, go out for drinks and then they'll completely forget about it the next day. But if they're seeing it not only on your band's social media, but on the social media of media outlets, if they're hearing the song on the radio, if they are, yeah, seeing features and interviews being published in magazines and whatnot, then that's just going to be an extra reminder. And they'll go, oh, that's right. Such and such a band released that track. I still need to go listen to it. And they'll go stream on Spotify, for example. So it's just that extra added reminder. It's also about generating hype because enticing people to listen to your band and enticing people to go to a show is it's a lot about perception and it's a lot about generating hype so anytime you can kind of remind people about you guys and look like you're getting a lot of traction I mean during whenever my band runs a PR campaign I so often get people commenting oh you guys appear to be doing really really well and yeah that's just all down to the media support like how much we're promoting on social media and celebrating the wins as well so when you do hit say 10,000 streams on Spotify making sure that you publicize that and then that's just going to further generate hype and inspire people and also remind people that may not have heard the track in a little while to go back and listen to it and be like, oh yeah, I remember that song. That was awesome. So you always want to be the f- in the forefront of people's minds. And yeah, that pretty much sums it up. So just to reflect on what we've touched upon on how to maximize the amount of Spotify streams that you can get on your next release. First up, you want to be releasing singles and multiple singles, especially if you're doing an album, but definitely if you're doing an EP as well. As I said, we dropped four singles out of the five songs before we released the EP over the space of, I think it was about eight months or so. And each single drop had its own PR campaign. So then we've got pre-saves just using Spotify pre-save to drive traffic to the song before it's released and also boost the chances of getting on editorial playlists, which, um, as we already said, are really powerful in exposing you to bigger audiences and then supporting it on social media. So not only during the pre-save campaign, but after the EP or album comes out or the single 
And finally, PR, whether it's you do it yourself or you hire a PR company, PR is so important in just getting the perception of your band to that next level, which of course leads to bigger opportunities. So that's pretty much it. If you have any questions or this episode was helpful, definitely send me a DM on Instagram. Just come find me. It's just at Monica Strutt. And as I said, my PR course, which is called PR Made Simple, is dropping this Wednesday and I'm so excited. So definitely make sure that you get onto that because it is going to be $100 off for the first week only. Um, No exceptions, then it goes up to full price after the first week. So definitely keep an eye out for that. That's it from me. I hope you guys have an amazing day or night or whatever time it is that you're listening to this and I will speak to you soon. Bye.